I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Hey, you guys, and happy Friday. We made it to the weekend. Hallelujah. Um, Real quick, before we jump into the episode, I have, I think, the third day in a row of good news, but I just had to share this with you guys because I'm super proud of this little podcast. We have been ranked number 157 in daily news podcasts in America, and that is a big deal. The U.S. charts are very competitive, and we just recently got into the top 200, and so to be just under 150 makes me really excited because our goal is to be in the top 100 news podcasts for our second year. So hopefully that will happen this year. And it's because of you guys spreading the word, telling your friends, your family members that you love news du jour. That's how it has spread and continues to grow. So we can't thank you guys enough. And as always, if you're interested in investing in our podcast and helping us reach more people who need a calmer space to consume the news, you can go to www.patreon.com forward slash sugar-free media to sign up today. And we will actually be launching our merchandise soon, very, very soon. And you will get a discount on all the merchandise if you are a patron. So if you'd buy something anyway, it kind of pays for itself. So head to patreon.com, that's spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N, and sign up with us. And now, without further ado, let's jump into the news for today. So first up, we actually have a COVID-19 update. It has been a while since I've updated you guys about COVID. In the beginning of our podcast, it was like every single day. That's what we were talking about. But that's mostly because, you know, by now, either you're vaccinated or you're not going to be. So there's risks for those who aren't, but they already know what the risks are. By now, you know, we've seen some interesting developments, though, and I think these are important to cover. So let's jump into them. First up, spectators have now been barred from the Olympic Games. And this is a weird development, in my opinion, because the Japanese headquarters obviously knew for months and months that COVID is a thing. You'd think they would have outlined these precautions sooner, but I guess they were trying to wait and see what the situation was closer to date, but they literally just last month said that fans would be allowed, so people likely had tickets to travel there who are now going to have to cancel those tickets just two weeks prior to the beginning of the games. Pretty inconsiderate. 
but they are now very concerned about becoming a super spreader event as even people who are vaccinated can contract and pass on the virus. They have even closed local events having to do with the Olympic torch being carried in. But another sad milestone that has come about regard, regarding the coronavirus, it has claimed 4 million deaths worldwide now and climbing. Many people think that the actual count might be much higher due to a lack of reliable reporting in developing areas of the world. The next update is that the Delta variant is actually now the dominant variant in the United States, according to the CDC. This highly contagious version of the virus has spread like wildfire among the unvaccinated populations of the U.S., mostly culminated in the Midwest and southeastern states. And within the United States, Nearly every single person dying of the virus is someone who had not yet received any dose of the vaccine. 99.5%, according to the director of the CDC, Dr. Rochelle Walensky. Although vaccinated people can contract the virus in extremely low rates, they hardly ever lead to a serious case of COVID. For example, the state of Maryland has a super high vaccination rate and has only been reporting about one death from COVID per day, according to Yahoo. So these are our updates regarding COVID. Hopefully, I won't have too much to report on this subject in the future. Next up, Donald Trump sues Facebook, Twitter, and Google. Well, to be clear, he did sue each of these companies, Facebook, Twitter, and Google, but he also sued the CEOs of each of these companies personally as well, Mark Zuckerberg, Jack Dorsey, and Sundar Pichai, respectively. He called it a, quote, very beautiful development, end quote. So what exactly is he suing them for? Well, mostly for banning him in one form or another. He announced these lawsuits from his New Jersey golf club, asserting that he would be the lead plaintiff in all of the cases. But mostly legal experts seem to think that the freedom of speech claim is weak in a courtroom because These are private sector companies who can ban people for whatever reasons they see fit. But many think, as it is very unlikely that his arguments will hold up in court, that this may actually be a part of a larger plan of his. To fundraise off of this issue, which he began doing immediately upon the announcement, and ultimately use it to get reelected. There's a very David and Goliath angle that he's playing up, him being the sole plaintiff, taking on these mega companies who are out of control. You can see the storyline coming together, even if he loses. All of this is super unprecedented, though, of course. Typically, former presidents, even ones who have lost, kind of sulk away into the background. But 
That would never be a Trumpian way to go down. And it seems his fanfare has begun once again with or without his Twitter account. So next up, we have more on the Haiti assassination. So I wanted to give you guys some updates and clarifications on yesterday's story regarding the assassination of Haiti's president. If you haven't listened to yesterday's episode, I would definitely recommend doing so because this is a really important story and it will give what I'm about to say a lot of context. But first up, it appears that his wife is still alive. Now, she is in critical condition at the hospital and it has been touch and go for a while. And that's why they hadn't released her condition yet. If you remember from yesterday, I'd said, we don't even know if she's alive. We don't know what's going on. Um, and that's that's why they were keeping that information private. They were concerned that she might not make it. And they didn't want to get people's hopes up by saying she was still alive. They also went ahead and relocated her to a hospital in South Florida for her safety And her condition, fortunately, is stabilized. It turns out that their daughter was also in the home at the time of the assassination and fortunately was able to escape via a separate bedroom. Another major update is that six people are being detained related to the assassination, and at least one of them is an American citizen, which is definitely strange. We don't yet really know the backstory there, but also it's important to note that two people were killed when they went to apprehend this guy and two people that they thought were involved. They're also still looking for a few more suspects as well who they think were involved. And some people claim that these individuals were speaking Spanish during the attack, which just adds to the mystery surrounding this group of assassins. But in the meantime, the current prime minister, Claude Joseph, who is supposed to give up his seat this week to an opponent, has declared a type of martial law in the country in the absence of a genuine leader. In Haiti, this essentially allows the military to take special measures as simple as conducting traffic, but also as invasive as forcibly entering homes if need be. But many worry Joseph might use this crisis as an excuse to hold on to his own power, just as the assassinated leader himself was doing just before his murder. We will definitely keep you guys posted because there are a lot of unanswered questions about this situation, so expect to be hearing about it next week and maybe even in the following months. And that is the news du jour. And today, I wanted to leave you guys with a quote for the weekend. A day without laughter is a day wasted. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider becoming a patron of our podcast. 
For $7.99 a month, you can unlock tons of perks like breaking news text messages so that you're never out of the loop. Tons of bonus episodes are already up there ready for you to binge and a discussion board full of networking opportunities and much more. Go to www.patreon.com forward slash sugar-free media today to become a patron. This is the best way to support our show. Our patrons make news du jour possible. But a couple other ways to support our podcast are rate and review on whatever podcast platform you use to listen, share on your social media, you have influence, tell your friends, family, and colleagues that you love news du jour and why you listen. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram, just sugarfreemedia, all one word on TikTok, and sugarfree underscore media on Twitter. We also have a weekend newsletter called Dreamers Digest that's full of dreamy content recommendations for your weekend and a life update from yours truly. Sign up today on our website, www.sugarfreemedia.co. Our music is by Joey Lavoy and Nicholas Foster. Our cover art is by Hannah Pierce Photography. Our Sugar Free Media logo is by Katherine Jezik Designs. Any twinkling or little footsteps you might hear in the background are by my dog, Rhett. He's a rescue pup and always records with me. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from... Oh...